0: Good morning. Welcome to day 6 of APcast 365, the Bible in 1 year. I am Anita and I am very happy you decided to join in today's reading. Today I will be reading Genesis 14 through 16, Matthew 5:21 through 48, and Psalm 6. Again, I'm reading for the New International Version. Genesis 14. And here's a little disclosure. There's a lot of names in here that I have been trying to practice pronouncing. So just a little warning. The pronunciations may be completely wrong. So please forgive me if I mispronounce them. Don't judge me. On mispronouncing these names. At the time of Amraphel was King Shinar, Ararach King of Elisar, Kaledalamer King of Elam, and Tito King of Goem. These kings went to war against Bera King of Sodom. Bersha king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, Shemember, king of Zoboam, and the king of Bala, that is Zoar. All these latter kings joined forces in the valley of Sidam, that is the Dead Sea Valley. For 12 years, they had been subject to Qadona armor but in the thirteenth year, they rebelled. In the fourteenth year, Codolaomer and the kings allied with him went out and defeated the Rephatites and Ashteroth, Canaim and the Zuzites in Ham, the Emites and Sheva, Caravium and the Horites in the hill country of as far as El Paran near the desert. They then turned back and went to En Misfat, that is Kadesh, and they conquered the whole territory of Amalekites, as well as the Amorites who were living in Hazon, Tamar. Then the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Admah, and the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bala, that is Zoar, marched out and drew up their battle lines in the valley of Sidim. Against Kedelahomer, king of Elam, Tedal, king of Gohim, Ar- Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Arioch, king of Elisar. Four kings against five. Now the valley of Sidim was full of tar pits, and when the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, some of the men fell into them, and the rest fled to the hills. The four kings seized all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their food, then they went away. They also carried off Abram's nephew Lot and his possessions, since he was living in Sodom. A man who had escaped came and reported this to Abram, the Hebrew. Now Abram was living near the great trees of Mamre, the Amorite, a brother of Ishkol and Anir, all of whom were allied with Abram. When Abram heard that his relative had been taken captive He called out the 318 trained men born in his household and went in pursuit as far as Don. During the night, Abram divided his men to attack them, and he routed them, pursuing them as far as Hobah, north of Damascus. He recovered all the goods and brought back his relative lot and his possessions. Together, with the women and the other people. After Abram returned from defeating Kedila Armor, and the kings allied with him, the king of Sodom came out to meet him in the valley of Sheva, that is, the king's valley. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God Most High. And he blessed Abram, saying, Blessed be Abram by God, Most High, creator of heaven and earth. And praise be to God, Most High, who delivered your enemies into your hand. Then Abram gave him a tenth of everything. The king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the people and keep the goods for yourself. But Abram said to the king of Sodom, who raised hand, with a raised hand, I have sworn an oath to the Lord God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, that I will accept nothing belonging to you, not even a thread or the strap of a sandal, so that you will never be able to say, I made Abram rich. I will accept nothing but what my, my men have eaten and the share that belongs to the men who went with me to Anir, Eshcol, and Mamre. Let them have their share. Genesis 15. After this, the, war, the the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Be not afraid, Abram, I am your shield, your very great reward. But Abram said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless, and the one who will inherit my estate of Eliezer of Damascus? And Abram said, You have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him. This man will not be your heir, but a son who is your own, flesh and blood, will be your heir. He took him outside and said, Look up at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them, then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. Abram believed the Lord, and he credited it, to him as righteousness. He also said to him, I am the Lord, who brought you out of Ur and the Shadowlands to give you this land, to take possession of it. And Abram said, Sovereign Lord, how can I know that I would gain possession of it? So the Lord said to him, Bring me a heifer, a goat, and a ram, each three years old along with a dove and a young pigeon. Abram brought all these to him, cut them in two, and arranged the house opposite each other. The birds, however, he did not cut in half. Then birds of prey came down on the carcasses, but Abram drove them away. As the sun was setting, Abram fell into a deep sleep, and a thick and dreadful darkness came over him. Then the Lord said to him, Know for certain that for 400 years your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own, and that they will be enslaved and mistreated there. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves, and afterward they will come out of the great possessions you however will go to your ancestors in peace and be buried at a good old age in the fourth generation your descendants will come back here for the sin of the Amorites has not yet reached its full measure when the sun had set and darkness had fallen a smoking firepot with a blazing torch appeared and passed between the pieces on that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram and said, To your descendants I give this land from the Wadi of Egypt to the great river Euphrates, the land of the Kenites, Kinesis, Kinesites, Kedamonites, the Hittites, Perizzites, the Ph- Ph- Rephites, Amorites, Canaanites, Gergashites, and Genesis 16. Now, Sarah, Abram's wife, had borne him no children, but she had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. So she said to Abram, the Lord has kept me from having children. Go sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Abram agreed that Sarah said. And so, after Abram had been living in the Can- Can- Canaan ten years, Sarah, his wife, took her Egyptian slave Hagar and gave her to her husband to be his wife. He slept with Hagar and she conceived. When she knew she was pregnant, she began to despise her mistress. Then Sarah went to Abram, you are responsible for the wrong I am suffering. I put my slave in your arms, and now that she knows she is pregnant, she despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me. Your slave is in your hands, Abram said. Do with her whatever you think best. Then Sarah mistreated Hagar, so she fled from her. The angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. It was the spring that is beside the road of Shur. And he said, Hagar, slave of Sarah, where have you come from and where are you going? I'm running away from my mistress, Sarah," she answered. Then the angel of the Lord told her, go back to your mistress and submit to her. The angel added, I will increase your descendants so much that they will be too numerous to count. The angel of the Lord also said to her, You are now pregnant, and you will give birth to a son. You should name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard your misery. He will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him. And he will live in a hostility toward all his brothers. She gave his, gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. That is why the well was called Ber-la-ha-ro. ro is still there between Kadesh and Berid. So Hagar bore Abram a son. And Abram gave the name Ishmael to the son. She bore him. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael. Now I will read Matthew 21 through 48. Matthew 5 verses 21 through forty. Please forgive me. It's Matthew 5 verses 21 through 48. Now, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, you should not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to just judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, Raka, is answerable to the court. And anyone who says you fool will be in danger of the fire of hell. Therefore, if you are offering your gift to the, at the altar and there, remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to them. Then come and offer your gift. anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery again you have heard that it was said to the people long ago do not break your oath but fulfill to the lord the vows you have made but i tell you do not swear an oath at all either by heaven for it is god's throne or by the earth for it is his footstool or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make even one hair white or black. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. You have heard that it was said, eye for eye and two for two, But I tell you, do not resist Are you not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Psalm 6. Lord, do not rebuke me. In your anger or discipline me in your wrath have mercy on me lord for i am faint heal me lord for my bones are in agony my soul is in deep anguish how long lord how long turn lord and deliver me save me because of your unfailing love among the dead no one proclaims your name who praises you from the grave i am worn out for my groaning all night long i flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. My eyes grow weak with sorrow. They fail because of all my foes. Away from me, all you who do evil. For the Lord has heard me weeping. The Lord has heard my cry for mercy. And the Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies will be overwhelmed with shame and anguish. They will turn back and suddenly be put to shame. That is the end of day six reading. Thank you for listening. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and share with your friends. Have a very blessed day. Thank you.